Welcome back to Dice Weave, the place where we do things in space. Last we left off, you were in the cave-ish place, the old ruin type cave with some holes in the walls, and you pulled out the orb, the, the, the silvery orb out of the wall, causing the wall to collapse a bit, revealing a spooky critter called a tap claw that was ready to pounce. Fortunately, I uh, believe I got a triumph. I believe we decided means uh, that the critter is, at least for the time being, partially trapped under the cave and I so masterfully caused, giving us yes. a little bit of free t- a little bit of breathing room before it starts trying to eat us. Yes, as it as it was rearing back to begin to pounce after it shook off its surprise, uh, the already collapsing stone kind of falls on it and it's like ah! <laughs> whatever it hisses a bunch and um, is now we'll have to get out of the thing out of, out from under it. So uh, let's all roll initiative. We're going to be rolling using cool, and it's going to be simple because I think everyone was equally. Again, you're going to just have to tell me the numbers of dice here because I don't know what that means. Just roll your cool against nothing. No successes, three advantages. So I don't think advantages matter here. I got two successes and one advantage. Two successes, one advantage. So me and Nate got the same roll. Okay, so the order is two PC slots uh, and then the enemy and then friendly NPCs, and then another PC slot, and then one more NPC enemy. So, who wants to go first? Wait, how are there two enemies? I thought there was only the one Tapclaw. There's the one behind the wall, but there is something else that you don't, you haven't seen yet. I still have my fixer drawn from trying to, like, essentially causing this cave-in by pulling out the thing in the first place. Yeah. So I don't have to draw it, so I'm just gonna, like scream and shoot it with my laser gun <laughs> okay ah! i would say that you're at short range so go ahead and roll that one purple i got three successes okay as you scream you and fire your little laser gun i think as it's caught under the stone it kind of shears into one of the things that's what's the base of your weapon five Okay, so then you will deal eight damage because five plus the three successes. We've also got pierce and stun damage. Oh, okay. So yeah, the fixer can optionally do stun damage. Well, there's no point in stunning it. It's under rocks. So pierce, if that's applicable, but mostly just shooty. Okay, you deal six points of damage to it. Wait, I thought you said eight. Well, yes, you do, but it has soak. It has four soak, and then it is. Then you ignore two of that with Pierce. Uh, next in the order is another PC. Who wants it? Uh, I can take it. Kane is going to use the light pistol that he drew earlier, and he's going to fire at the tap claw. I think you're also in short range, so one purple. Two successes, two advantages. Oh, nice. Okay, so that's your pistol does what? Five um, plus two. And do you want to do anything with your advantages? figure out Hmm. what the fuck the other thing is oh that could be interesting uh as you hit it it's kind of weird screechy bird insect screams another one calls back to it from the darkness above you in the ceiling there's one in the ceiling Ah! lean back Ah! to the microphone (laughs) i jump behind kane (laughs) next in the order is uh this critter which it scrabbles around and pushes off the the stones that fell on it and uh, has to stand up and it's going to then try to skitter away crawl into the ceiling and it's going to make a stealth check how about you all make vigilance checks versus two reds and a purple with a with a blue die because it's injured oof two failures one failure one threat and i even had four greens for that one advantage, two failures. Where did it go? All right. So as it as it pushed off the these the stones and scrabbled up, it starts to climb up the wall. And even though there is some light being produced by EB and your flashlights, it moves quickly despite its injury. And 
uh, you don't know where it is now, but you know that there are at least two. Uh, moving on to the friendly NPCs, Fred, the guard that was that Evelyn brought in, uh, is going to blindly fire into the darkness up there. What was that thing? Where where did it go? Where did it go? And not hit anything, but he tried. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> and wait, was that one George? No, there was none. There was no George. Never mind. <laughs> An unnamed guard disappeared earlier. Yeah. Along with Barry, the explosions expert. I can confirm that he was actually left outside. Oh, okay. Well, that's a relief. And then the next thing, next person in the order is Jackie Cabbage. Everyone stay calm. These things are fast and they are quiet. We need to get out of here quickly and carefully. Ozai Leander, do you have the artifact? It is in my possession. All right. Uh, so she is going to go into a guarded stance and um, starts to creep towards the door, the corridor. Everyone stay together. EBV2, now would be a good time to stop being distracted by whatever is going on. And the little drone is silent for a moment. And then, sorry, madam, there was an urgent call from Outlier. He can talk? Not now. We got... we need to leave and so now it's going to be oz uh the last pc slot which is aussies do i have a general idea of like where it disappeared to like did it disappear into the hole it was revealed by a cave and did it run into like our room and then disappear yeah it climbed it climbed up the wall of the room that you're in like around the hole that you made because there are some tunnels behind the walls kind of dug through that enter this room somewhat but the one that you caused that you kind of dropped on it it's more sealed it was a tunnel that you then kind of dropped some debris into is there any particular reason we can't just run away do we have to murder these things we got what we came for can we go i cannot stop you i mean i can try to stop you but you can certainly (laughs) try to leave Ozzy, why are we here? Why do we have to stay here? Can't we leave Ozzy? I would also affirm this plan. Unfortunately, I think everyone is already... Where is everyone standing right now? You are halfway into the room along the wall, uh, and the room is 30 feet. It's maybe 30 feet long, so you're about 15 feet away from the door. Um, But I think people are kind of spread out along that path back a little bit. And you're and you're certainly farthest from the door. You and Kenzie. So do I know where anything is, as of currently? Currently, no, uh, because it succeeded its stealth. Understood. And there are like multiple targets not by the door right now, right? Not as far as you can tell. I guess I'll first of all um, use one of my maneuvers to move to the door. So I'm at the door, Jackie's at the door. Where is where's Fred and the where's Fred and the others? I think they are currently moving towards the door. I, I assume everyone kind of is, but they are still in the room because they haven't taken their bits. In that case I am just going to give uh I'm gonna give Carl a speed boost, uh speed augment, which is three successes to advantages. I'm going to use my advantages to make that cost no strain. And now, uh, Nate, you now add a um, green die to any skill check you want to make, and you and you get a second maneuver for free. I personally am going to spend my second maneuver to also enter a guarded stance. Okay, you're going to add one black die against melee attacks against you until the end of your next round, next turn. But you also have a black die to attacks. Okay, next in the order. Something skitters on the ceiling, and your fluorescent jelly body is a very pleasing target in this relatively dark room. I need to make an attack check. As one of these tap claws dives down from the ceiling, um, you spot it at the last second and wrap it in your tentacles and kind of toss it to the side, um, and it skitters and hisses at you from the ground before trying to start to run off, but it is currently visible to everyone. Top of the order is a PC slot. 
I'm going to try to biotically lift the tap claw that just tried to eat me. <laughs> Minus one die because priming, but uh, plus one die again because um, because lift. Then I add a black die because defensive stance. Four successes, one advantage. Oh, bummer. Yeah, ensnare costs, I believe, two advantages to activate. Oh, shoot. For, for priming, um, successes mean nothing? Yeah. So as you reach out with your biotics to counter this critter, you try and lift it, but it digs its claws into the ground and is now just like, it's being pulled off the ground, but it's like hanging on almost cartoon cat style. <laughs> Do I get anything from the four successes or is that a wash when I use priming? When you use priming, well, the successes mean that you succeeded, but they don't, normally they count for damage. And with priming, damage isn't done. So I see. Uh, you could spend the advantage, though. You do, you do have an advantage to spend. Okay. So I guess I'll, I'll use it to only take one strain. I'm, well, I'm also going to use my two maneuvers to assist both Nate and Kenzie with my many beautiful limbs. So you guys both get a blue die. Okay. How, how are you doing that? I'm going to uh, use... You don't want to back out of the room? Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to back out of the room with one of my maneuvers, sure, because I didn't actually get all the way out. I've realized this. And then the, uh, with the other maneuver, I'm going to, like, I'm going to back on my uh, allies to approach me. And now that I at least have a good gist on one where, where one of the tap claws are, I'm going to use my uh, Omni tool to keep it, to keep it lit. And, uh... Oh, sure. That's a good way to assist. That makes sense. I like that. Okay, uh, Kenzie? I, how do you use tech attack? Uh, you roll your tech skill, which is based on intellect, uh, against two purple dice, um, plus any modifiers you decide to add. Do I get a blue dice? Yes, you can take that, because it's clearly seen, pointed out by your good squidly friend. Three advantages and one failure. Okay. And that's Cryoblast, which has the ensnare thing. Can I ensnare it without actually hitting it? You do have to hit it to activate a quality, but the frostiness of it could make something else happen. What if, as you blast this beam of cold, or however you want to describe that, even though it misses and it's kind of it skitters to the side, digging its claws in, but the ground becomes icy near it? Yeah, it, you can add a blue die to someone else's check specifically, or the next check, or whatever. Like you can. Okay, blue dice for everyone. Do you also want to leave, like run? Yes, and I'm just gonna back away. Are you going to back away into the room or towards the door, which would move you closer to the tap claw? But I want to get away from the tap claw. So you're going into the room. I don't know. I don't remember what you mean. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> just to simplify this, where is Ozzy? Ozzy is near the door kind of on the other s side of the tap claw but you don't you'd kind of you'd be moving closer to it to get close to ozzy but ozzy is already in the corridor i don't know if they, i don't think i'd move at all i think i'd just be stunned i don't know what to do in this situation okay that's quite valid there's an enemy npc the tap claw on the ground rears back and screeches again and begins to try to run it tries to run into the darkness but it starts to kind of slip and slide on the ground and will just kind of skitter back up the wall instead of towards people. I'm just going to say, I, I would suggest we all vacate the room as quickly as possible. That's what I want to do, Ozzy! Somebody get the weird bug thing! Carl, Be uh, Fred, help the engineer. EB, wake up, keep an eye on that that critter and perhaps place yourself to aid in their escape yes please aid and she backs into the corridor and is going to try and shine her light around but is not actually helping much um, other than someone will get in get a blue die but uh pc slot carl <laughs> Okay, so what does the speed boost do? Gives you a second maneuver, and also you get a green, you get an extra good die to any check you want to make. Okay, in that case, so 
that would give me three maneuvers for the re- for the turn, right? Uh, two. You can you can only ever have a total of two, but you get the second one for free. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to use one maneuver to aim, and I'm going to fire on. Where are the tap claws right now? Where are both of them? Uh, one of them is currently trying to climb the wall after uh, things got cold, and uh, the other one is somewhere in the darkness above you, injured. Okay, I'm going to fire on the one that I can see, so the one that's climbing the wall. Okay. Uh, I think this is still short range, but on the very, very edge of it. Uh, actually, this, mm, sorry, this is going to be medium. I, I think... Two purples, uh, but you're going to get a blue die because of the cold and it being confused. Uh, and then I get a blue die for aiming. Mm-hmm. One success, two advantages. Nice. You graze it as it's scrabbling up the wall. Uh, anything else you want to do? Want to? Uh, I guess I'll just move towards the exit with everybody else. Okay. Uh, do you want to move to the door or do you want to move to kind of help cover I will move to a position where I can cover everybody's exit okay and from there we will then have another screech from the darkness but I think it is going to be going further away I think you can kind of hear it screeching into the hole in the ceiling Um, and that one has actually run so PC slot, top of the Sounds order. Good. So now everyone's out of the room. No, Kenzie is still in the middle of the room. Zero's in the middle of the, near the. Yeah. Guys. Just I'll run. Cover you. <laughs> Get out of here! I've got to run for it. D- holding my laser gun up just in case. Very freaked out. So you zip into the corridor, and I think it's another PC slot, right? Yeah. Next is PC. All right, uh, could I take this one, uh, Nate? Yeah, go for it. Excellent. In that case, I am going to... First of all, I'm going to, like, fl- flash my, uh, like, quickly scan the uh, room with my Omnitolus tool. Is there any other parts of the ceiling that may be lacking structural integrity? I mean, the whole place is kind of a mess. Uh... All right. Is, is there, like, for example, anything that I could maybe pull out of place for the telekinesis to cause another small cave If you spend a story point. Um, yeah. All right, let's do that. That sounds fun. <laughs> you notice that there is a... In, in the ceiling, the, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a post, a pole that is holding up. It, it goes up to the very top of... Or the very bottom of one of these holes. And... Uh, if it were to be knocked out, it could be cause some things to fall. All right. Uh, since I'm going to assume I spent a maneuver to find that by like sit looking around, uh, could I use my second to move? I'm not sure if like telekinesis counts as a combat check. Yeah, it's an action. All right. In that case, I'm going to like I'm going to try spend my second move to really like you know shine my light on it, fo- focus like get a good grip on this and then I am going to try and just yank it out with telekinesis and what I forgot when I was pulling out the rock is that my actuar amp makes these one purple die easier but also I still need um, GM's discretion on what kind of on the difficulty of this check by virtue of the silhouette of or plus any other difficulties by this maybe being lodged in I'm, I'm going bearing. to call this a hard check because it's a tall pole and a post, and it is lodged, but it's going to be two for you. Heck yeah, it is. So, we get one success. Oh, nice. All I need. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so as you pull the, the support beam out of this room, you cause a, a bunch of stone to start falling uh, because this beam despite being here for hundreds of thousands of years, was a pretty major part in holding up this specific room. So the room starts to fall, and I think... No! The artifacts! Forgive me, I do not... It is 
difficult for me to to uh, destroy such important discoveries, but I do. But I value the uh, lives of our of my workers over the over the potential of what we could be found. We can we can always we can always find other ways to continue this dig, perhaps better armed. I think we're going to go ahead and drop out of combat and assume that you can that you run into the the corridor, Nate. Yes. I will follow everybody out. All right. Uh the group of you run out of the room as some stone collapses into the door frame behind you and you go ahead and run the rest of the way up the out of the dig area out into the sunlight. And you are free of these weird critters that you disturbed the nest of. Well then, that was more exciting than I would have wished. I think the artifacts would have been more exciting. This was more frightening? Also, a man died. Wait, who died? Tort is standing there. What just happened in there? What... What just happened? I hear I'm hearing rocks falling. I'm hearing gunshots. What just happened in there? You got a tap claw infestation down there. So what? I think a tap claw caused the cave in. Uh, no, it was the um, tap claw caused rupturing of architecture. That their presence led to the uh, disruption of some already rusted infrastructure that in turn caused... Oh, this is going to set us back weeks. Oh, did you find anything interesting? I am going to um, take, the, uh, take the artifact out of my coat pocket. You would not happen to know what uh, this object was. We found it uh, in the... We found it in the midst of the... Uh, how should I know? Aren't you the expert? Yes, aren't you the expert? And I think she reaches out. That's a good point, Ozzy. To sounds like you're the expert. Take it if she can. I'm going to like take. I'm going to take a step back, and this one apologizes. It is not accustomed to uh, life-threatening scenarios, and did not get a moment to. Get regain its bearings. If if you would be so kind, it would like a moment to see if this object that it appears to have found is anything that it has learned about. And with that, I'm going to take the brief moment I got through step- stepping back to make a uh, check on this here artifact I found. Well, what check would that be? Is that society? I think it depends on what kind of information you want i want to know um hmm let me see okay just from an immediate glance does it look structured like anything that i've seen before like as you bring it up to your jelly eye you can see that it is a perfectly spherical silver orb that while it doesn't have any doesn't seem to have any distinguishing features on its outside and it appears to be opaque that opaqueness you can kind of see it's like it goes on like you look into it and even though you're seeing an object a solid object it seems like the perspective on it is goofy like if you're looking at it it might it could seem too far away, even though it's very clearly in your hand. This may be a stretch, but can I make society and phys side checks to see if I either understand anything about the material I'm holding, or if it had any, or if it may have had any relevance to the uh, history of what I've been studying? I, I forget the exact name. Uh, or is, or do I have to pick one? I, I think that, I don't think there's a whole lot that you can analyze without instruments in this situation for physical science because otherwise it's just like a sphere but sure society check if you wanted to make any society check i think you would have to make uh one against four purples understood well 
This seems unlikely to work, but uh, we might as well give it a try. Two successes for threats. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, one success for threats. Sorry, yeah, there was there was a blue die. There was a blue die I forgot to remove, and also a black die I forgot to remove. So that would be one. Su Wait, are the crosses? Oh, the crosses are failures. So actually, yeah, no, wow, okay, it is in fact two successes for threats, <laughs> because. <laughs> okay, I have something I'm going to text you. <laughs> Sounds good. Ooh, secrets. Mm-hmm. I see. Fascinating. My colleagues have um, heard of these artifacts before. It, it, they have surfaced in, in some of their prior investigations, and they are notable in the sense that they do not seem to, they do not seem to match the um, documented history or architectural practices of many of uh, of the uh, dig sites in which we operate it is it is almost like that they had been placed there by an entirely outside entity but while this artifact it's would warrant further research from this one and its and its colleagues that also expresses interests in uh, in, in you, uh, Madam Cabbage, it could not help but overhear that you were perhaps looking for something of this like. Would you, you would not happen to know anything about it yourself? I was looking for an object like this. I lean over to Carl. Do you know what's going on here? Not really, but just play along. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for an object like this. And by rights of our contract with this dig site, that is mine. So if you would be, if you would kindly hand it here. Tort is right there. He's like, what? No, you, you, you can't, you can't just take things out of the site. We show so little respect to these places and with all, with, with how we dig things out and how we apparently collapse rooms now, but you 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 have to at least respect keeping things together, right? And she responds, "This object has nothing to do with the Arthen, but so it doesn't have any place in any collection regarding them. So it is easily handed to me." If this one may may be um be forgiven for uh, its specul its speculations this one has reason to believe that uh, while this object does not have direct connection with the creations of the arthen that the correlations that it has been made aware of may indicate that this object may have more to do with this fascinating peoples or what per perhaps happened to them, than it may initially seem. This one is deeply indebted to everything that you have done for its for it and its colleagues, and understands and understands and respects that this artifact is legally your property. But this one politely asks if if it may have some time as. Thanks for the services it has rendered to investigate this artifact and see if it has any bearings within its research. If this one's theories are true, then this may be a rather groundbreaking discovery that we can we both benefit from. I, I think I want you to make a persuasion check. I think either I think you're trying to negotiate, so mm. and coercion is like threatening, right? Right. Why am I so good at that? Because of willpower. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it's funny because he is the least threatening figure in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. Uh, okay, I think it's going to be—it's going to be one red and two purples versus your negotiation. One red, one red, and two purples. I hear you. Darn two threats. I got some terrible rolls there. Um, as interested as you may be, I'm on a tight schedule. 
And it would be a shame if there were any kind of accidents on this dig site over such a uh, tiny object. Okay, she's totally threatening Ozzy, right, Carl? I do believe that is what's happening. Are you threatening its workers that you yourself have employed? Speaking of employment, Tort, I have what I need, so you will receive, receive no further funding from me. Now please hand over the object before things get worse. This one may have been incorrect about mot- your motivations. You must must understand that it cares deeply about this topic and and it would if it may behoove you it would at least appreciate an explanation as to why you are so opposed to even a delay in your receiving of this artifact that you have that your own laborers have risked their own lives to acquire such that you may you would be willing to threaten the same individuals that have done you so many favors you must understand that that this one's colleagues colleagues and itself care very deeply about everything we have been trying to accomplish and and to have any attempts at negotiation so so completely ignored would be very hurtful are you trying to make a check here and what kind of check i can't tell if this is deception or something else oh this is like definitely much this is this is a I mean, I could either be deception or coercion. I have like three greens and one, and one and one yellow and two greens in the other. Um, <laughs> I I don't think like I'm definitely like sort of implying that I'm like no longer as trusting. If like you're being like, okay, you don't act. You did just kind of say you did just save my. Basically, I'm like, so you're saying that after I saved your life and asked for only a little bit of time with this artifact, you are already threatening the lives of the, uh, of the people who have been helping me out with this dig. You should at least explain yourself before you make such a regretful decision, because we're all very passionate workers and that have been trying so hard to be of service. Uh, <laughs> EB, please make a request for some additional folks from the ship. And um, she turns back to you and says, I have an employer in this situation, and much like you or you did, and I fear them much more than I fear you. I am afraid that this one is that you are quite mistaken. This one is not without employment. And this one cares much more about its employers than your threats. I have a thought. That's dangerous. If this one may make polite advice, it would suggest you not that you should not be so quick to resort to violence. There's no one here who's been violent. Yet. This one is a well-traveled individual and could not but overhear that you were that you seem to be calling for backup when we are simply negotiating negotiating about a, a simple delay of not even an hour as as especially seeing as you seem no longer willing to pay your own workers i have paid for services rendered and i am no longer paying for services i do not need Ozzy. Ozzy, I think she's serious. Maybe we should just back off for now. Carl was interested in funding us, so maybe we can just go with Carl. I knew that was going to come back and bite me. <laughs> you, I am sorry, but you must understand that how the importance of this artifact and how much it alarms this one that whoever is standing in front of it right now would be would be so willing to go to such lengths without even explaining herself. Some people out there in the world have described this object as a library or the key (gasps) to time itself or some hooey. What I care about 
is the money that they are willing to pay me for. And also, I do not want to fail them because failure, as you are beginning to fail me, is not rewarded kindly. Okay. Her hand is on her pistol on her hip. I'm hiding behind Carl. Kane will put his hand on his pistol. Uh, the the guard is also kind of like shifted, kind of ready. Can we just look for more in there later, guys? This one did not wish to uh, discuss this earlier, but it must ask you, Carl. You do you know this person? We might be uh, acquainted. <laughs> acquainted, yes, acquaintances. <gasps> Carl. And I back off. I can't trust anybody! And would you say that it could trust them with such an incredibly important object? Trust is a tricky one. This one does not enjoy the direction that this is taken, but is very keenly aware of the ramific of the ramifications i think actually at this point a f- three guards kind of step up on the ridge above the ramp and are looking down well i don't think i'm really involved in this so i'm just gonna go to my ship it's okay that i don't get my last paycheck ozzy super cool recommend me to your historian friends bye i just start backing off uh, I think, yeah, you and Tort also, and like some of the other randos who are around are just kind of like backing up, leaving these four guards, the three on the ridge, the one uh, who was with Jackie, Jackie, the drone, and Ozzy and Kane. Bye, Carl. Nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you, too. We don't need anything to go wrong here. Just hand it over. This is what they call a Turian standoff. Okay, I'm actually going to my ship, but I'm not going to have the heart to leave without them, so I might make a heroic like flight down to like try to scoop one of them up later. So I'm assuming that your ship is back in a terrasage, which means you'll have to drive back. I feel like other people are probably, like other people from the crew are going to head that way, right? Like if that's the nearest town. Yeah, but it's like 10 minutes away. I don't know how long the standoff is going to go. All right. I've thoroughly read through my spell sheet. There is, at this point, since there are four people here, there is exactly a one more thing I could try and do, and there is no guarantee that this works. <laughs> well, arguably six, but one of them is a minion group. Well, four of them are a minion group. All right. Uh, and this would probably start combat if I attempted it. Are you sure you want to start a fight here? This is true. Can I call Ozzy on my Omnitool? Does he have an Omnitool that I would have the number for? You'd probably have an Omnitool number because, like, he's kind of a boss for you. Okay. I'm, like, in a car with Tort on the way to town, and I'm going to call Ozzy. I think, I think time is not passed quite fast enough yet. I, I think you're still on your way to the car because we're we've been stuck staring at each other for five minutes well, in I look real... back wistfully then before getting in. Okay, so I do have one more option, which is to uh, st- okay, I can't do mind control, but what I can do is stasis, which would be a uh, wouldn't that be that would be a uh, five purples. <laughs> Which seems like it, even with my good biotics, like, it probably wouldn't work. We could, like, take a hostage if it... Yeah, because domination... Okay, if if you want options, I mean, there is always the option of giving in. This is true. I'm just, uh... I mean, I think I probably might need to. My current plan is either give in or or attempt stasis and then give in if it fails. The problem is that I feel there's a non-zero chance that if it fails, I just get shot. Um, yeah, pretty much. I feel like I'm already on thin ice with this person. I will ask one more time. Hand over the object. We can all go home. We can all go our separate ways. 
you may have your way for now. And I'm going to hand over, and I'm going to hand it over. Thank you very much. And she holds out her left hand, the one that is not, doesn't have a hand on her pistol. She takes it from you. It was lovely doing business with you, Ozzy. Carl. Now I'll be on my way. I hope to never see you again. But if I do, I'm sure it'll be interesting. And she starts to kind of sideways walk up the the ramp to but always kind of keeping facing towards towards you. So she is going to get to the top of the ramp, unless anyone else is doing anything. And she will begin to walk to her ship, which was parked very close by. Um, she's going to be behind the guards. Her little drone is floating after her. If no one's doing anything else, she gets to her ship and the ramp closes. Hey there, this is your host and space commander, Alex Conwell. Welcome to the mid-roll. This is where announcements and advertisements might go. We have one announcement right now. By the time this episode goes up, Mackenzie and Nathan will have just gotten married. Congrats, Kenzie and Nate. Now back to the show. Yeah, I don't think there's anything I can do right now. Stupid, naive character. You have no idea how much I wanted to hide that artifact, but he would do that because he's a dumbass. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Ozzy and Carl are left alone on the ramp. T- tell me, what exactly do you know about that individual? We worked together a long time ago. Didn't end well. It sees. This one is concerned. It was unwise to be so trusting of what it believed to be a partner, but perhaps was not. I know the feeling. Very well. This one has. It suppo- this one supposes that it, is, it also must bid this dig site farewell. It sees no sense in reminiscing in mistakes, and instead wishes to look forwards. Let us go find um, the others. We'll cut over to a terrasage with you. Am I at my ship yet? That's all I'm asking. No, but you get out of the car with Tort, and what was that? What was going on? Who? I don't know, but I have to get to my ship and save them. They're clearly going to get shot. Then I just run. Okay, you book it. And where would you have parked it? Just like, what kind of area would you have parked it? There's probably just an area where a lot of the other ships for the dig site are settled. Yeah, you book it and uh, make it to your ship. Do Ozzy and... I mean, it's been like 10 minutes now since the standoff. Do you want to like check in on them? How long would it take to fly over there? Probably not as long as it would take to drive, right? No. I'm probably convinced that they're about to be killed, so I'm probably just going to fly as fast as I can over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ozzy and Kane, where are you now? As there are no more trucks, are you just going to walk to camp down the road? I guess so. <laughs> you don't have much of a choice. I'm walking back to the drunken Hannah. <laughs> I'm very upset. <laughs> I think Ozzy and Kane, you see a ship uh, floating close overhead. Cabbage's ship has long since lifted off and left atmosphere, but now there's this ship floating overhead. What does your ship look like, Kenzie, from the outside? A bit of a disaster. <laughs> uh, it's a essentially an old colonist ship that's been like repatched together out of whatever parts are around and were like either cheap or free for me to use and is like it certainly looks like it's capable and like put together well but like definitely patchwork okay uh i 
think you see uh, these two on the ground, and I assume you land. Yeah, I land immediately, and like leaving the engines on, open the like back and say, "Get in while you still can." What in the hell is that? Wait, wait. <laughs> where where'd they go? I thought. Weren't you guys like in a standoff? Where's the thing? Your optimism in this one's competency is appreciated, but this one is afraid it is not capable of facing off against eight armed guards. Certainly, it would likely not be able to survive until our potential escape. That is not to say that this one has given up entirely, but perhaps it needs to improvise. Did we lose the orb? The orb is in Madame Havage's possession. For now. I point my laser gun at Carl. You knew her! What's going on here? I'm very confused. Okay, okay. I owe you both some explanations. So why don't we go inside and sit down and have a talk? I don't get to use my sitting area very often. This one may recommend a visit to the Drunken Hanner, as this planet is named and chosen. It may need to calm down somewhat. Fine, I'll give you a ride. Even though I don't trust you right now, just stay in the back of the ship. Ozzy, you can come up. Carl, you're staying in the back. If that even is your name. <laughs> oh, it's actually not. Um... What? <laughs> and what about your uncle? We got some things to talk about. Like I said, it's going to be easier if we just, you know, sit down and I can explain everything. Ugh. She just, like, spins on her heel and, like, stomps her way to the pilot's seat and, like, crosses her arms and waits for them to both find a place to sit before taking off. This one did find it strange for you to be named after what it believed to be a manufacturer of lamps, but... I thought he was just keeping that he was the heir to the Lumos fortune secret for a while because he didn't want to know where the funding came from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess why would a lamp company want to support our dig but uh... it is understandable this one has learned an important lesson in trust or the necessity to sometimes withhold it it will not be make the same mistake twice you must you must forgive it it is still new to this aspect of its studies. You step into the ship, and what does this, what does the part of the ship that you're in look like, Kenzie? Well, I've pro- moved forward into the cockpit at this point, but the initial entryway enters into what normally would be the cargo depart, like cargo holds, but since I'm not like a cargo ship has been like refitted to be the like living area, but with some like cargo tucked away. Since uh, quarians tend to be able to maximize space, there is like towers of like what are probably machine parts and other cargo, like surprisingly well Tetris along the walls. So it doesn't look like any like living space in a ship any reasonable person would have uh, because there is just a lot of garbage lying around, but in like very neat piles, essentially. So is there like a cot on top of like three tubs of just stuff? Oh no, this is like the like sitting area as she called it earlier it's got like a meeting table and a few like random hassifruit chairs from like different planets and like off to the side there are like two or three rooms that people would stay in that are also filled with junk right now because she has no reason to have anything but her room in there (laughs) uh and then the cockpit up front engineering is below Mm -hmm. all right you can take off. You close the ramp. Uh, where do you want to go? Do you want to go back to the Hanar? Do you want to go somewhere else? I, I think we agreed on going to the Hanar. 
instead of parking in my old spot, I park like right in the like customer parking lot behind the drunken Hanar. I think we're going to like star wipe to the drunken Hanar. You are all seated in the room at the table. I think Tamarin is at the bar just cleaning a glass, watching you. This one would like the usual. No, it might perhaps require something stronger today, if you would not mind. Not in the mood for space go-gurt. That's all right. I can certainly get you uh, one of the finer mind fish. I know that I believe we have a 1786 Dormandy. This one will take it. Which, uh, which fin in the back? Dor- I'll, I'll go dorsal, get that for you. if you do not mind. All right, uh, Tamarin goes off and to get you this fine high fish, um, and you're left at your table. So what is your name, Carl? Yes, that is very wise. Let us start there. My name is Cain. Cain Victus. That sounds really fake. <laughs> Okay, well, what sounds more real? Cain Victus or Carl Loomis? <laughs> Ozzy? It seems unlikely that they would try to fabricate his name twice. And if, if nothing else, it seems strange that he would not even pick a different starting letter for his first name. You... is... are you... New to the art of deception? It nope, seems like I'm, you might be. I'm actually very good at it. Let's make this easier. Have either of you seen any of the Victor Crane movies? So this is something that Lexi and I talked about when we were doing Backstory. There is a very popular movie franchise in this campaign with a... James Bond-style spy character named Victor Crane. Those movies are based on Kane's career. No. <laughs> but, like, his identity is still classified, so they're just based on his mission reports. I think I saw the sixth one with the, like, centrifuge that was underwater, or maybe it was... Maybe it was a helicopter? I don't remember. Ozzy Leander is going to, like, pulse briefly in some form of jelly shock. How fascinating. It would behoove this one to ask for your autograph. Wait, no, has he explained this to us? No, no, I just asked you guys. If you are the, uh, under- the agent of which the, uh, titular crane is based off, it has a Krell friend that is an incredibly strong fan. Though, as one might say... I think Tamarin comes back and <laughs> is like... Cain face did, did, did I hear anything about uh, the sixth Victor Crane movie? The, the Hurricane of Desire, where in which Crane Victus faces off against... Uh, a, a man who created a vampiric serum and tried to drain blood from people with a centrifuge? Yes! That was the one with the... That was the plot of the one that I saw. Sorry, it was, like, really late at a drive-in on a planet in the... Uh, I don't even remember what system. Man, that was a crazy week. I have not seen it myself, though it was her fourth favorite movie. She believed that the the I'm standing right here. Sub- <laughs> the romantic subplot was somewhat lacking. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Ever since Do- they ever since they stopped <laughs> casting um, that uh, what was her name like Thornbush, Kathy Thornbush or something. Ever since they stopped casting her, the the romantic subplots just died. It, it was really disappointing. But eh, whatever. Sorry, I should really let you get back to your conversation. Serves. Hey, wait! Do you have any movies you would recommend? I haven't seen a lot. 
Uh, yes, all of the Victor Crane movies, except for Victor Crane 9, Revenge of the... Um, Revenge of the what? Revenge of the... Revenge of the what? No, uh, Vengeance. Someone... <laughs> Revenge of the Vengeful. That's a better James Bond title than the new one. <laughs> Not just Revenge Re- of the Vengeful. I think the newest one Revenge is No Time to Venge- Die, so... Excellent. Okay. Revenge of the Vengeful. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Don't watch that one. That one was really poorly... The The whole plot of that one just... It really didn't come together at all. It's like someone Anyways, I don't just know why decided... you brought this up, Kane. Because they're based on my career. He says quietly enough that the server can't hear. Wait, are you like the author of the books they're based on? Or... No, no, no. Look, I'm a spy with Citadel Intelligence. I started out working with the Turian military before I moved into C- Citadel's intelligence. A while back, some producer called the agency and they worked out some kind of contract where they could make scripts based off my mission reports. I get like... So wait, there really was a vampire centrifuge? A few percent in royalties. It's really not very lucrative for me personally, but... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but the vampire centrifuge. Loosely based on actual mission reports. Huh. This one did not was not aware that the good bartender was such an avid fan. It was referring to another friend. It may politely ask you to keep that a secret. It would be such a shame to see her disillusionment. <laughs> it is Honestly, I think it is what the more interesting point here. He says he's basically what was that character's name again? Victor Crane. Victor Crane. It is strange, certainly. It it those the movies did seem to make you seem so talented and job doing. They take some liberties with how personable <laughs> I can be. And, you know, everything else that happens in them but whatever i didn't get a say (laughs) vampires centrifuge well what kind of self-respecting spy scales the outside of a building when there's a perfectly good infiltration point on the ground floor it doesn't make any sense this one will also assume that you're that someone else handles your Undercover operations, unless uh, pretending to be the heir to a uh, Turian lamp company is more often believed. Hey, you guys believed it. (laughs) Okay, but... This one has believed a lot of things today. I'm a random Turian engineer, and this guy knows more about ancient civilization than he does about any person alive right now. We're not exactly hard marks. Okay, look. I've been in the game for a while. Some elements get rusty when you don't use them. Okay, but why did you care about our dig and this thing anyways? And what's with the cabbage lady? And I I still don't understand what's going on. If you were aware that Madam Cabbage could not be trusted, it does seem strange to this one that you would... Or that you would not inform the leader of the digging operation that she would perhaps have negative intentions for its research. I had to be sure. Well, she got the thing, so you're pretty dang sure now. Well, yeah. <sighs> okay. Look, her name isn't Jackie Cabbage. Her name is Evelyn Breyer. We went on a mission together once a long time ago, and she disappeared with some very important data. She disappeared from the grid, and I haven't seen hide nor hair of her until three days ago, an old alias of hers came up in some information when I was, uh, I, I was touching base with some, some informants. 
and an old alias of hers came up. So I tracked it down to this dig site. But I couldn't be sure it was her until I saw her. Sorry, I couldn't help but... Uh, here, uh, are you talking about Crane, uh, Victor Crane 4? The... Uh, when... Kathy Thornbush decided to go rogue and steal some like AI code or something. They never really tied that up. I was really disappointed. They kept I kept waiting for them to come up with it, like have her come back in a later movie, but she never did. It it's really really annoying. Yeah, I know, that always bugged me too. Yeah. <laughs> that she just disappeared right out of the story. You know? Really wish they would have followed up on that. Uh, Tamarin, I think I've changed my mind. Could you actually get me some space gogurt after all? Yeah, of course. I'll be right back. Oh, Carl's buying. Th- that's good to know. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm buying. Uh, here's your mind. Here's your witch fin. I'm just trying to get Aussie. her to leave. <laughs> yeah. She leaves the witch fin and goes back to. Okay, they usually take a while to prepare the space gogurt for some reason. So this cabbage lady, who's actually a briar lady, is trouble then, right? If the Citadel Intelligence was after her? While this one is unsure of how much you and your uh, employers were informed, uh, if it was to track down this Madam Briar... It would inform you that the artifact that she has now acquired is very, very important. It may please your employers if you were to retrieve it. Well, I actually don't know anything about the sphere, but uh, given how much interest she had in it and her mysterious employers, it's probably a big deal and we should probably get it back. For once, your uh, assumptions are very accurate. This one is impressed. Okay, but you, Ozzy, are the only one who knows what the heck the sphere is, and you, Kane, are the only one who knows what's up with this briar lady. Do either of you have a usable ship? That would be a negative. No, no, I don't. This one, uh, this, this one had to call a favor to be rode here. It did not think this far. <laughs> All right. So that means you guys need me, and I need to know everything that's going on, and I want some kind of reward. I mean, we'll have to pay you for your piloting, if that's what you're asking. No, I need something more. Um, Once the artifact is seen to be returned, this one may be able to arrange, may be able to arrange some benefits. What exact? What this? If this one does not mind, um, you'd you you appear to desire something more than payment. What exactly is it that that you were? having in mind cabbage briar lady said that this orb was like a library of the universe or some kind of time machine if anything is gonna be useful enough for me to bother going home with that sounds like something i should study this one would also find it very a very important a very important uh, piece of study very well we shall you let me look at it for a bit I promise I'm not going to take it like that annoying plant lady. And we're all good. I'm good with that. This one finds this. Also payment. I do also need, you know, gas money. This one finds your terms agreeable. And this one is certain that that its new acquaintances, uh, employers would be willing to pay you for Services rendered. Awesome. Road trip. So should we have like a Victor Kane movie festival before we take off? It seems like the uh, bartender has all of them. Oh, God, please no. (laughs) God, no. I'll just borrow a couple. 
For announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Kane Victus was played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. That's B-E-R-T-N-E-R-D-T-R-A-M. Zeratum Narnovum was played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. K-E-N-Z-I-E Phoenix. Both can also be found on their podcast, Rainbow Connection, and with me on their other podcast, Video Game, The Movie, The Podcast. Ozai Leander is played by Will Leet. I'm Alex Conwell, your host, game master, producer, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. I also wrote and performed the original music featured in this production. If you want to support the podcast or hear updates about my other projects, consider becoming a subscriber on Patreon at Alex Conwell Creative. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. That's Healy as H E A L Y. The role playing system used for these episodes is Genesis, which was created by a very talented team of designers formerly working at Fantasy Flight Games. The Mass Effect universe was developed by BioWare and owned by Electronic Arts. The Genesis adaptation of Mass Effect used in this production was designed by Blue Sunrise with feedback from the Genesis homebrew community. 